This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners of the American Variety Network. Enjoy your turkey and get ready for some Christmas shopping right after your meal. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the In Your Face Talk Show, live right here on American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli, and boy, oh boy, do I have quite the show for you tonight here on the In Your Face Talk Show. Now, I've been wanting to do this show for quite a while now, and I'm really excited to finally have the opportunity to do this show. So, I have to ask you, my listeners, what are your thoughts on guns? Do you feel it is important to have a gun in this day and age? Have the recent shootings, the recent mass shootings, changed your stance on guns. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, live on the In Your Face talk show, I'm going to share my exact thoughts on guns, and I'll I'll discuss the recent shootings that sparked controversy, and I'll also discuss the recent gun debate. Plus, I'm also going to talk about gun safety and what to do if you come face-to-face with an active shooter. Now, what is an active shooter, you might ask? I'm also going to discuss that as well. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that I plan on talking about tonight, live right here on the In Your Face talk show. Now, I must admit something to you, my listeners. This was one hard show to put together so I hope I do a great job tonight and I hope you enjoy this show now I will admit I am 22 years old and I am fairly inexperienced with politics and I will admit I did not follow the gun debate at all so virtually almost everything on this show is based on my research Now, I barely watch the local or any news at all, and when I do, it's because of breaking news. So, I hope you guys will enjoy this show. I just wanted you to know that, because I don't hold anything back from you, my listeners, because I respect you as my listeners, and I love you as my listeners. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on guns? What is your stance on gun control? Let your views be heard on guns, and what, if any, regulations should we put on them? The call-in number tonight is 1-347-989-8142. Again, the call-in number is one 
347-989-8142. Ladies and gentlemen, the gun show starts right in a few minutes after the American Variety Network and Interface Talk Show make this introduction. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network where I find the show is very educational and entertaining.
Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to The Right Talk Show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. You can sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Tonight on the In Your Face Talk Show, as I said earlier, we are going to talk about guns. Now, I want this to be a listener interactive show, and I know that a lot of you, my listeners, have opinions on guns and gun controls. So right now, I would like to once again remind my live listeners out there, if you think there should be some regulations added to guns, please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and let my audience know. Also feel free to call in and tell us your thoughts on guns, the recent mass shootings like the uh Sandy Hook shooting in two thousand and twelve and uh, Trayvon Martin shooting in two thousand and twelve and some of the shootings that took place in 2014 and 2015. We're all going to discuss that as well, but I would love to hear from some of my listeners as well because uh, I think from a listener point of view, when I go back to listen to this show, I'd like to hear from other people's opinions as well, not just mine. So I would like everyone to know this show is not just my show, it's your show as well, so let your voice be heard. Anyway, I'll wait for callers, and we'll go ahead and uh, get this show started. Now, do I think people should have guns? Yes, I think in today's world, we need guns to protect ourselves. Because, let's face it, there is a lot of crazy people out there. There are a lot of sexual predators out there targeting our kids. There are people trying to break in our house and steal stuff or possibly harm us. So danger is always around the corner. And I feel guns will protect us. Now, there is good and bad about that. Uh, Obviously, I'd say the only reason I'd have a gun is to protect myself. And I would never, ever pull out my gun unless I was in a life or death situation. And I feel a lot of people feel the same way as I do. 
I know that all the elderly people living alone, like all the elderly women, they all have guns to protect themselves. It's the way people grew up for many years, and I agree 100% uh, with it. Now, we've got these people out there who uh, buy guns to get into fights with, and instead of fighting with fists like real men, they pull out guns and they shoot and kill. That is what gives guns a bad reputation, because originally... Guns were used as a means of protection in life and death situations. Because you've got all of these thugs and gang members getting guns to kill people for fun. That is what causes the guns to get bad reps. But, in my opinion, I believe everyone living in a bad neighborhood needs a gun to protect themselves. Now, as I just said, guns can serve as protection. They can save you from the impossible, or what you think is the impossible. But living in the United States of America, nothing is impossible. It can save you from rape, burglary, etc. And it's better to have a gun when someone is breaking in your house, because if it's a life and death situation, and they put a gun to you, you could take your gun and shoot the criminal. Because he's on your property, he's broken and entered in your property, and you are defending yourself because you don't know if this man or woman is going to take your life. Now, as I've said earlier, guns should only be used in situations between life and death. Now, a lot of these people who are arguing about the gun debate, they feel that too many people are getting guns and killing people for non-life-and-death situations. And you know what? I happen to agree with them. I happen to uh, agree with people like that. I think uh, the people that are fighting for gun control are trying to get guns away from the people on the street. They're trying to get guns off the subs and off the criminals. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Now, I do, I do feel guns should be carried around with you in the public. Now, I know a lot of you are going to question that. You're going to say, why, Alex? Why do you think guns should be carried around with you in the public? Well, you may think you're safe in the public. But there are criminals everywhere. There are people who actually rob people in parking lots at night in grocery stores and convenience stores and gas stations and stuff. There's actually people that try to rape kids in parks and stuff. Now, this is where guns come in handy. Because if someone's trying to uh, kill you or mug you or touch your kid or do any harm to anyone you love, you can simply take your gun and uh, dispose of that criminal. Now, I would not do that unless I knew that the criminal was going to do self-harm to myself. And a lot of people say uh, carrying guns is a good idea if you know you're going into a bad area. Let's say, for example, you're going to downtown 
and you know that there's a lot of thugs and criminals down there, you would probably feel a lot safer going down there with a loaded pistol than going down there without anything to protect yourself, right? I know I certainly would. And it's the way of thinking for many Americans. So, guns do protect you. On the other hand, if you put guns in the hands of the wrong people, who are usually uh, 15, 16, 17, maybe 18 years old, these people get guns and, they're, and they completely change their mind. They feel uh, like they're cool with guns in their hands, and instead of solving fights the old-fashioned way, they go around and start shooting people and killing people, which is really, really sad. But that is my opinions and my thoughts on guns. Now, honestly, I do not have any guns. I've never, ever had a gun in my life. And that is because I live in a really peaceful area of Springfield, Mass. There's not much crime up here. I mean, we've got our drugs and all that stuff, but I live on a pretty safe street. No one bothers me on the street, so I feel I don't need a gun right away. But there have been times that I've considered getting a gun. Now, will I ever consider having a gun? Yes, I actually am considering having a gun, but not in the future, not right away, because I don't feel like I need one right away. And uh, guns are actually quite expensive up here. So if I wanted one, I'd have to save up a whole lot of money to get one. And uh, if I were to get one, I'd probably get a hobby with guns. Maybe I'd go hunting or something like that. So if I decide that hunting is going to be one of my hobbies as I get in my late 30s or 40s, that is when I will get the gun. But I don't think I'm going to have one within the next 10 years or so. We'll see because times change and opinions often change as you grow older. All right. Now, with the gun debate, there has been the topic of government taking guns away from the citizens. So, should the government take guns away from the citizens after shootings? You know, honestly, I am kind of torn about this because I really don't know what to say. I understand what the government is doing. They're trying to stop all of these school shootings and all of these mass shootings out there, but really is taking guns away from your citizens going to stop that? I don't think so, because people can illegally buy guns, and then you've got people defacing the government again, so I don't know. I really don't know about that. That's, uh, that's definitely, um, something a lot of people have been debating. I don't know, but I will say this. I feel that if the government did take away guns, you are taking away a right, because it is a right in the United States to have a gun, and you're infringing on people's rights. And we'll talk about this a little bit more in depth as I uh, talk about my research later on in the show. Now, Here's the people I feel who should not have guns. 
people with criminal backgrounds who have committed violent crimes before. Why do I say they shouldn't have a gun? Well, if they have already committed a violent crime, what's to say they're not going to do it again? Because history has a form of repeating itself, whether it's the same kind of violence or a new kind of violence. I think violence already tells the gun people this person does not belong having another gun. So I agree with that. And that's what I say. I think people who have criminal backgrounds don't belong having a gun. I also think people who have family members with violent backgrounds don't belong having a gun as well. Now, this is where it's going to get controversial, and I know a lot of you are going to be upset about that. But the truth is, if one family member has it, it could be in the whole family genes that the whole family could be violent. So it's just my personal opinion. Now, this one is one that a lot of people feel as strongly about it as I do, and that's people with a mental illness. Because the shooters like Adam Lanza and James Holmes, etc., they all had uh, a strong mental illness, and they all had a very strong episode when they shot and killed all of their victims. Really sad, but if you've got some sort of a mental illness, you do not belong having a gun. However, on the other stretch, if you have a mental illness, but you have it under control with medicine, and you go see a psychiatrist, therapist, and you take care of your mental illness, people's opinion may change. Maybe this person may be able to have a gun. But I strongly feel that someone with some mental illness should not belong having a gun. Now, a lot of you guys know that I personally have bipolar, and that is one of the reasons why I don't have a gun right now, and I may never ever have a gun. But uh, a lot of people who have mental illnesses uh, get guns, and I don't know why, and we've seen some of these results of that. We've seen the Sandy Hook shooting. We've seen the Aurora movie theater shooting. All in 2012, by the way. All of these tragedies happened in 2012. So those are my thoughts on guns. Right now, we're going to talk about shootings that sparked gun controversy. Now, in my research, all the shootings that I'm going to bring up led to the gun debate. Now, the first shooting I'm going to talk about really hits home because this person who was shot and killed was a senior in high school, the very same year that I was a senior in high school. And I feel that he was doing nothing wrong on his walk home from a 7-Eleven in Florida. But he got approached by a man pretending to be a cop. He got out of his car and followed a young man. And he was told by the 911 operators not to follow the young man. But obviously, 
he disobeyed the police and followed the young man, and uh, he shot him to the ground, and he physically assaulted him and shot and killed him. And then he turned it around and said that Trayvon Martin attacked him. And uh, that is really uh, a very sad case because I feel that this man racially targeted Trayvon Martin because there's been uh, robberies in his area and he thought that Trayvon was a suspicious black man. And uh, I think that's wrong. But nonetheless, I want to tell you guys about this case. I told you my personal feelings, but I want to tell you about the research I found. So, the Trayvon Martin shooting in February of 2012. Now, I did not mention that Trayvon was actually younger than me, so that's actually more sad as well. But anyway, about the victim, Trayvon Benjamin Martin was born on February 5th, 1995, and he was a 17-year-old African-American high school student who lived in Miami Gardens, Florida, with his mother, Sabrina Fulton. In February of 2012, Martin was visiting his father, Tracy Martin, in Sanford, Florida, after receiving a 10-day suspension from Crop Senior High School. Now, the suspension stemmed from the discovery of drug residue in Martin's book bag. About the suspect, George Michael Zimmerman, Born October 5th, 1983, was a part-time student at Seminole State College and a neighborhood watch captain at the retreat at Twin Lakes City Community in Sanford at the time of the shooting. He is married to Shelley Dean Zimmerman and is the son of Robert and Gladys Zimmerman. Now let's fast forward to the shooting. February 26, 2012. George Zimmerman, a neighborhood watch captain in Sanford, Florida, calls 911 to report a suspicious person in the neighborhood. He is instructed not to get out of his car or to approach the person. Zimmerman disregards the instructions. Moments later, neighbors report hearing gunfire. And in the 911 footage, you can hear Trayvon or somebody screaming, help, 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 followed by a gunshot. Now, Zimmerman acknowledges that he shot Martin, claiming it was in self-defense. Now, in a police report, Officer Timothy Smith writes that Zimmerman was bleeding from the nose and the back of the head. That is the actual shooting, and that shooting actually upset a lot of people. Now, I want to tell you my exact thoughts on this case. I strongly feel that George Zimmerman was 100% in the wrong here. Number one, whatever happened to freedom in the United States of America? Because young Trayvon Martin was doing nothing wrong in this scenario. He was just walking home from the 7-Eleven store with a bottle of juice and Skittles. Now, I strongly feel 
that George Zimmerman was racially profiling Trayvon Martin because he was a black teenager with a hoodie, and he felt that he was the man doing all the robberies. And that is my personal opinion. And I know that a lot of people are going to agree with me on that, and a lot more are going to disagree with me on that, and that's fine. Because we're right here in the United States of America where freedom of speech is allowed. But anyways, why would you follow someone if you are not a cop? You are asking for trouble. Because you don't know what anyone is capable of. And in this case, George Zimmerman is the aggressor, not Trayvon Martin. Because... This did not take place in George Zimmerman's house, nor did it take place in George Zimmerman's car. So the stand your ground case in Florida is useless now because it was not in Zimmerman's house or Zimmerman's car. Now, personally, I think Zimmerman attacked Trayvon Martin first. I believed he shoved him to the ground and began punching him. And then, when Trayvon Martin got up and tried to run, Zimmerman pointed his gun at him and shot him. And I truly believe the person screaming, help, 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 on the 911 call is actually Trayvon Martin and not George Zimmerman. And the reason I say that is because I listened to the 911 call and you can actually find it on YouTube. And to me, it sounds like a 17-year-old. does not sound like a 34-year-old. sounds more like a 17-year-old black teenager. So I feel that uh, Zimmerman attacked Martin, and Martin tried to escape and got shot. This is my personal take on this case. And this tore America because it created another racial war, because a lot of people felt this was uh, another incident or another case of a white man shooting a black man. But the truth of the matter is, George Zimmerman is not white. So that uh, caused the dispute. But nonetheless, it did cause a big racial uproar. And I can understand a lot of people... Uh, feelings at that point in time. I just felt terrible that this guy got away with killing a 17-year-old man. And um, he should be in jail right now, but he's not. There are some bad judges in the United States of America, and this case alone proves it. Now, you know, it makes me sick to my stomach that this sleaze bag of a human being gets away with killing an innocent man. George is not even a cop, nor will he ever be. Really terrible. So, what is the controversy behind the Trayvon Martin case, and how does it evolve gun controversy? Well, the reality of the situation is that in no other developed nation would this situation have 
unfolded not in many, many ways. People in Canada, France, Germany, the United Kingdom, Japan, Australia, etc. do not live in gated communities. They do not live in fear of each other. They do not seek to ensure situations where they are kept as a closed group of people in a semi-fearful state. Gated communities are a terrible reflection and creator of a distrusting society. Furthermore, in these developed nations, you listen to the police. It is not your job to do anything to lower crime rates beyond surveillance. It literally blows my mind to think that someone would ignore clear instructions from the police and to go out of their way to follow someone. In the United Kingdom, for instance, the concept of neighborhood watch exists like it does in the U.S., but it's a 100% passive movement. It's a movement based on educating people about ways to reduce crime. It's about information sharing, about putting up posters, and it involves a lot of old people talking over tea. Now, to the point of Florida's Stand Your Ground law, Zimmerman could have Stand Your Ground in his home or in his car. The moment he stepped out of either in pursuit, he became an aggressor, as I just pointed out a few minutes ago. So, Zimmerman is legally responsible for Martin's death in any other state. Now, carrying a gun, in this case, is the purest example ever of the creation of a situation where no good can happen. It bolsters the confidence of someone who is uselessly there. It heightens tension and speeds up decision-making, and it creates deadly outcomes that are otherwise not possible. With no access to guns, here are all the, the fail-safe mechanisms. Zimmerman does not have the courage to pursue Trayvon. If he follows Trayvon, he keeps a distance and simply watches. If somehow, and I never believe this would have happened, Trayvon randomly tries to attack a guy with scared body language, Zimmerman runs away. For some reason, somehow, Trayvon, for no reason at all, attacks Zimmerman. Zimmerman, Zimmerman runs away, falls over, and trips. Trayvon is not in a million years going to unleash anything other than enough force to make Zimmerman unable to be of harm to him. I hate to say that because it shows how preposterous the idea that Trayvon would attack a person randomly, but it also shows how a gun changes everything. It's entirely the gun that emboldened a scared, weak man to push things to a deadly outcome. Now, I have a famous way of saying that people 
become tough guys with guns. They get balls, finally, when they have guns. And it's because they know they can really injure or kill somebody with a gun. So that is the controversy behind the Trayvon Martin case. You know, the Trayvon Martin case spent about two years on the news. It was from 2012 to 2014. I remember it. I know that I don't watch the news that often, but when I did, when I watched it on Fox, I remember hearing about it and seeing it. And this was the time before I lost my Nani Lucy, a few months prior to it. So it was in the news then, and it was in the news a few years after her death, and it was actually a very tragic story. So the Trayvon Martin case had a huge impact on gun control. Now, let's move on. Just a few months after the Trayvon Martin case, there was another deadly shooting that led to even more gun control, and that is the Aurora Mall shooting in uh, Colorado. And I know I really boshed that name, but uh, I think you guys know what mall shooting I'm talking about, and that is the James Holm shooting. Now, the shooting occurred in Cedar 9 at the Century 16 multiplex operated by Cinemark, located at the town center at Aurora Shopping Mall. Ironically, I have a Cinemark movie theater about five minutes from my house. So I get kind of scared every time I go into those movie theaters. Now, police said that James Holmes, the suspect, bought a ticket into the theater and sat in the front row. About 20 minutes into the film, he left the building through an emergency exit door, which he propped open with a plastic tablecloth holder. There were about 400 people inside the theater room. He then went to his car, which was parked near the exit door, changed into protective clothing, and retrieved the guns. About 30 minutes into the film, police say about 12.30 a.m., he re-entered the theater through the exit door. He was dressed in black and wore a gas mask, a load-bearing vest, a ballistic helmet, bullet-resistant leggings, a bullet-resistant throat protector, a groin protector, and tactical gloves. Initially, few in the audience considered Holmes to be a threat. According to witnesses, he appeared to be wearing a costume, like other audience members who had dressed up for the screening. Some believed he was playing a prank, while others thought he was part of a special effect installation set up for the film's premiere or a publicity stunt by the studio or theater management. Now, it was said he threw two canisters emitting a gas or smoke, partially obscuring the audience member's vision, making their throat and skin itch, and causing eye irritation. He then fired a 12-gauge Remington 870 Express tactical shotgun, 
first at the ceiling and then at the audience. He also fired a Smith & Wesson M&P 15 semi-automatic rifle with a 100-round drum magazine, which malfunctioned after reportedly firing several rounds. Finally, he fired a Glock 22.40 caliber handgun. He shot first to the back of the room and then toward people in the aisles. A bullet passed through the wall and hit three people in the adjacent theater eight, which was screening the same film. Witnesses said the multiplex fire alarm system began sounding soon after the attack began, and staff told people in theater eight to evacuate. One witness said she was hesitant to leave because someone yelled that someone was shooting in the lobby. Holmes fired 76 shots in the cedar, 6 from the shotgun, 65 from the semi-automatic rifle, and 5 from the .40 caliber handgun. 12 people would die in this movie theater shooting. Now, the controversy from this shooting was outstanding. After this shooting, the United States government looked to... Uh, have stricter laws into who gets guns. They performed many background checks about who gets guns. They wanted to make sure that no one else who was potentially dangerous got guns. And uh, more people felt that we needed stronger laws on guns after the uh, movie theater shooting. And this shooting actually changed the opinions of a lot of people about people who should and should not have guns. This is really where that mental health issue gets brought up again, is the movie theater shooting. And then, on top of that, it got brought up more when the Sandy Hook shooting took place uh, a few months after this shooting. Now, shootings have been taking place for millions of years. Now, one of the worst shootings in USA history, which was a McDonald's shooting in 1984 outside of San Diego, California, was done by a man who was really mentally ill. He actually wanted uh, mental help. He called for psychiatric help, but did not get it, and he felt that uh, he was better off. Uh, killing a lot of people. There's a whole lot of stuff to that story, and that is why that's going to be my next American Tragedy Hour show, is because I'm going to do a lot of research on that, and I want to provide you with as much information I physically can about this shooting, because it's really intriguing, because this guy was having mental health issues, and the reason he uh, did this shooting at this McDonald's, killing 20 people and injuring so many others uh, is because he felt rejected and he had mental illnesses. Now, I'm not saying that to defend him or stick up for him or any of that crap, but the truth is, nine times out of ten, all these shootings happen because the bad guys are trying to look famous and get famous. And they're trying to get attention. 
the wrong kind of attention, but nonetheless, they want attention. So that's why I think all these mass shootings are happening, because there's a failure in the United States mental health gap, and we're not reaching out to as many uh, mentally ill people as possible. And they're getting weapons, and they're killing thousands of people. So I think the United States really needs to uh, improve on the mental health issue. Otherwise, this stuff is going to continue to happen over the next 100 years. So we really need to work on uh, fixing the mental health issues. All right. So I think it's time for our very first and only intermission for today's show. Coming up next, right after our intermission, I'm going to have a discussion on more tragic shootings. And then I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of gun control. And then I'm going to talk about gun safety and I'll talk about what is an active shooter and how to stay safe when there is an active shooter in your building. All right. So all of that's coming up right after our intermission. So we've got a lot more coming up on this gun debate show. Now, every intermission on the American Variety Network is being sponsored and brought to you by Ryan Serini. Ryan Serini is a wonderful rapper. And the American Variety Network is glad to partner with Ryan Serini and provide the listeners of the American Variety Network with some wonderful rap music. The American Variety Network is all about hardworking Americans. And Ryan Serini is definitely a hardworking American who has great music, by the way. So this intermission is going to play two songs. From Ryan and Serini. And the two songs we're going to play. The first one is called More Than Ever. And the second one is called Must Be The Shoes. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and hear. The two Ryan Serini songs. Followed by our infomercials. And then we'll continue talking about guns. And gun control. And the gun debate. Live. Right after our intermission which once again is being sponsored by Ryan Serini. They quite understand me, let alone understand what I can't be. And quite frankly, I've grown impatient sitting behind a desk where my skill set gets wasted. On top of that, some of my closest friends find it hard to believe in me. But what the fuck does that mean? Tell me, what the fuck does that mean? Huh. Tired of being who you want me to be. Change the way I speak to fulfill your needs Not chasing my dreams Cause they don't seem like reality to you And I'm just crazy Well excuse me for believing I could achieve a level of success Y'all say can't be reached But then again who the fuck are you And explain to me why you're so critical I understand the perception Believe me I get it The blonde haired blue eyes got y'all skeptic But don't sleep on me Nah I'm better than projected Turns out I'm more real than y'all expected All I ask for is nothing more than your support me or against me, the way I'm moving forward. This is 
my life and I don't see that changing. I'm all about the team. What the fuck you done lately? <laughs> I need this more than ever. You'll never understand how much. I need this more than ever. Can't stop till you show me love. I need this more than ever. You'll never understand how much. I need this more than ever. Can't stop till you show me love. Time and time again, I get crucified for shedding light on the subject like my life. Mom and dad's drug use forever changed me. The physical abuse was heartbreaking. So music therapy, life provides the shock. I can spit from the heart and watch their jaws drop. Agree with me or not, this ain't up for debate. I'm proud of what I say, look how many relate. I came to give hope to that kid just like me. Who cries himself to sleep at the mom gets beat. And somehow goes to school the next day. Gets A's and hopes that it'll change his fate. So how dare you act like I asked for this. When I was born in a home that was hazardous, disaster. My childhood was cancerous It took me 23 years to bounce back from it Yeah I need this more than ever You'll never understand how much I need this more than ever Can't stop till you show me love I need this more than ever You'll never understand how much I need this more than ever Can't stop till you show me love Something inside won't let me settle all I need is my dream and a number two pencil. On the road to success, there's no rainbows. No butterflies, the sunshine, still I grow. My fears are like leeches, but I'm all in. Cause I believe what I have is golden. It's now or never, I got ammo galore. See behind these eyes while I'm hungry for more. Come on! I need this more than ever. You'll never understand how much. I need this more than ever. Can't stop till you show me love. I need this more than ever You'll never understand how much I need this more than ever Can't stop till you show me love Can't stop till you show me love It was 97, then playoff 12s, black and white, yeah, they never failed. Late in the game, they always pulled through. My jumper man never felt so smooth. The game on the line, that shot was mine, even after my dad's suicide. My life changed when grandma cut that check. I got my J's, now homie, I got next. Mike got his fifth ring, so I start thinking If I got these shoes, there's nothing I can't do Maybe if I go pro, mom will get sober The back and forth boyfriend shit will be over And I'll be the man, she'll be at my games Sticking courtside, cheering my name Hey, got me thinking like it must be the shoes Like it must be the shoes Yeah, once I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do 
Yeah, got me thinking like it must be the shoes. Like it must be the shoes. Yeah, once I get those shoes, man, there's nothing I can't do. Now I can't lose. It must be the shoes. It must be the shoes. I can't lose. When I get those shoes, man, there's nothing I can't do. I can't lose. It must be the shoes. It must be the shoes. I can't lose. When I get those shoes, man, there's nothing I can't do. Yeah, never was much of a starter. Because of that, I knew I had to work harder. In my driveway, working on my game. Swear if I had J's, maybe we could escape. I watched my father destroy our home. It was in those moments that I dreamed most. And nine years old, I promised mom a house. And I'ma keep my promise so she can get out. To this day, man, I still believe if MJ can do it. Well, why not me? Nothing can shake me, no one can take me No crossover in this life can break me I'm not here to make friends or here to pretend That I came to blend in when y'all can defend What I bring to this game is my heart and my soul And believe me, it shows, it shows Got me thinking like it must be the shoes Like it must be the shoes Yeah, once I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do Yeah, got me thinking like it must be the shoes like it must be the shoes Yeah, once I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do I can't lose It must be the shoes It must be the shoes I can't lose When I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do I can't lose It must be the shoes It must be the shoes I can't lose When I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do Yeah, never was one for the background Work ethic unmet, so I stand out Driven at an early age Cause I was conscious of my family tree And all its monsters I prefer not to leave it on the court I wear my losses so you can't ignore How much I've grown and where I come from How many times I fell and got right back up Always stand up for what I believe in Unlike your opinion, my life has meaning So this shot here's a shot worth taking Cause if I make it, it would be life changing And if I don't, well it's mine to live with Missing never stopped me from being persistent 6.6 left, here's my chance No regrets once it leaves my hands Got me thinking like it must be the shoes Like it must be the shoes Yeah, once I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do Yeah, got me thinking like it must be the shoes Like it must be the shoes Yeah, once I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do I can't lose It must be the shoes It must be the shoes I can't lose When I get those shoes, man There's nothing I can't do I can't lose, it must be the shoes, it must be the shoes, I can't lose, when I get those shoes, man, there's nothing I can't do, yeah. Do you have something you'd like to promote or advertise? Do you want to get some much needed exposure for your business or your very own Facebook page or even your very own podcast? Well... Look no further than Jackie's help and advice for promoting on Facebook. Jackie will help you advertise your goods and help you spread the word. I, Alice Cardinelli, have personally been great friends with Miss Jackie Wilkes, and she has a very kind heart 
and she is a very sweet lady, and she will definitely help you grow like she has helped Alex Cardinelli grow. To advertise and promote your business or anything you want to advertise, please like and check out the page, Jackie's Help and Advice for Promoting on Facebook. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. And follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network 1. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like. And our fan page on Twitter is at American Network 1. And hit follow. What are you thankful for this year? You know what Alex Cardinali and the American Variety Network are thankful for. You the listeners. That's right, Alex and all of us here at the American Variety Network are so glad you listen to our shows and tune into them. We love you listeners, remember that. The American Variety Network and Alex Cardinali would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and we hope you enjoy some tasty turkey and have a nice meal with your loved ones. Be thankful for what you have and spend time with your loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving all. American Variety Network fans, mark your calendars and get ready to celebrate. 
Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific. The American Variety Network reaches another milestone as we celebrate our 250th episode. Our 250th episode is going to be filled with plenty of awesome surprises and fun. Here to tell you more about the 250th episode is the host himself, Alex Cardinale. On the 250th episode, there will be three special surprise guests, including one fishkeeping guest who will be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association 2015 Extravaganza, and two other awesome surprise guests. There will be some awesome comedy clips guaranteed to make you laugh, and laughs from the past clips, and there will also be a lot of fun. I personally invite you, my listeners, to help me celebrate 250 awesome episodes, as you've been a huge part of my success. So join me live Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern for our 250th episode at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Calling out all you turkeys and turkey lovers. Come join the American Variety Network on Thanksgiving Day for a special holiday-themed episode. This will be our very first podcast broadcast live on Thanksgiving Day. Live Thursday, November 26, 2015 at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific. Alex Cardinali will broadcast the American Variety Network for a special Thanksgiving Day morning special. This will be your last chance to ask any last-minute Thanksgiving cooking questions. I'll discuss how to make the perfect Thanksgiving turkey. I'll discuss NFL football on Thanksgiving, and much more. So come spend your Thanksgiving morning with the American Variety Network on Thanksgiving at 11 a.m. Eastern. Happy Thanksgiving! Breaking news just into the American Variety Network studios. On Monday, November 30, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30th because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. Plus there will also be a special surface guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th. Listening to the American Variety Network, your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? 
Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to The Right Talk Show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. In your case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face. With this great talk show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the In Your Face Talk Show live on American Variety Network right here on Blog Talk Radio. Tonight, I am talking about a topic A lot of you, my listeners, have practically begged for guns and gun control. Now, before our wonderful intermission, I talked about the case of Trayvon Martin, and we talked about the Aurora movie theater shooting, and I also gave you my thoughts on guns. Now... I'd like to remind you, anyone listening live who has an opinion about guns or would like to share their thoughts on guns or share their thoughts on gun control, please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142. Again, I know a lot of you out there have strong feelings about guns and gun control, please go ahead and feel free to call in at uh, 1-347-989-8142. Now, if you want to call in to speak with the host, which is me, Alex Cardinelli, you got to dial 1. That way I know you want to talk, because sometimes if you don't dial 1, that means that you just want to listen. And I I usually answer all calls. So, right now, I have one more uh, shooting that I want to talk about that led to gun control, and then I'll talk about the pros and cons of gun control. We'll talk about gun safety, and we'll talk about active shooters, and what to do if an active shooter is in your building. Now, the Sandy Hook School shooting, that took place on December 14th, 2012, just just 10 months away, or excuse me, 10 months uh, after the Trayvon Martin shooting, and four months after the Aurora movie theater shooting. 
So 2012 was a year of shootings. Now, in Sandy Hook, a mentally insane Adam Lanza shot and killed 26 people. And of those 26, 20 of them were children, and six of them were adult staff. Now, I'm not going to get into depth about the Sandy Hook shooting, considering that I talked about this a few weeks ago on my last episode of American Tragedy Hour, so I'm going to get to a depth. But I want to talk about the impact that it had on the United States and the gun debate. So the shooting prompted renewed debate about gun control in the United States, including proposals for making the back the background check system universal and for new federal and state legislation banning the sale and manufacture of certain types of semi-automatic firearms and magazines with more than 10 rounds of ammunition. I agree 100% with the background check. If you want to own a gun, I feel that you should not have committed any crimes in the past. The reason I feel this way is, if you've been violent before, chances are you will get violent again. Sad truth. Now, within hours of the shooting... A We the People petition was started asking the White House to immediately address the issue of gun control through the introduction of legislation in Congress. And the gun control advocacy group, the Brady Campaign to Prevent Gun Violence, reported that an avalanche of donations in the hours after the shooting caused its website to crash. Now, a short five days later, President Barack Obama announced that he would make gun control a central issue of his second term, and he created a gun violence task force to be headed by Vice President Joe Biden. On January 16th, 2013, Barack Obama signed 23 executive orders and proposed 12 congressional actions regarding gun control. Now, his proposals included universal background checks on firearm purchases, an assault weapons ban, and limiting magazine capacity to 10 cartridges. Now, let's talk about gun debate. So we've talked about all the terrible shootings that led to gun debate. Now let's talk about it. Now, the United States has 88.8 guns per 100 people, or about 270,000 million guns, which is the highest total and per capita number in the world. Twenty-two percent of Americans own one or more guns, and that's thirty-five percent of men and twelve percent of women. America's 
pervasive gun culture stems in part from its colonial history, revolutionary roots, frontier expansion, and the Second Amendment, which states a well-regulated regu uh, well militia being necessary to the Secretary of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And I read that from a website that was advocating on gun debates. This is also from the same website. Proponents of more gun control laws state that the Second Amendment was intended for militias, that gun violence would be reduced, that gun restrictions have always existed, and that a majority of Americans, including gun owners, support new gun restrictions. Opponents say that the Second Amendment protects an individual's right to own guns, that guns are needed for self-defense from threats ranging from local criminals to foreign invaders, and that gun ownership deters crime rather than cause more crime. Largely, the current public gun control debate in the United States occurs after a major mass shooting. There were at least 126 mass shootings between January 2000 and July of 2014. Proponents of more gun control often want more laws to try to prevent the mass shootings and call for smart gun laws, background checks, and more protections against the mentally ill buying guns. Opponents of more gun laws accuse proponents of using a tragedy to further a lost cause, stating that more laws would not have prevented the shootings. A December 10, 2014 Pew Research Center survey found 52% of Americans believed the right to own guns should be protected, while 46% believed gun ownership should be controlled, a switch from 1993 when 34% wanted gun rights protected and 57% wanted gun ownership controlled. Now, Speaking as somebody with mental illness, I have bipolar, as you all know, I agree with those who are pro-gun control. Sometimes people with mental illnesses have episodes, and they have a hard time recognizing right from wrong sometimes. And uh, luckily, I've never, ever had that happen to me. And... Uh, I will never, ever have it happen to me. But in the case of Adam Lanza and James Holmes, they were having an episode where they were completely out of it because of their mental illness. Now, they were, they were stable. They knew what they were doing. But their mental illness caused them to kill lots of people. And they're criminals for it. I'm not saying they're innocent. They are certainly 100% guilty 
and they are criminals. All right. So I just wanted to share my thoughts on that. So here are the pros and cons of gun control. The pros. First, the Second Amendment is not an unlimited right to own guns. Now, more gun control laws would reduce gun deaths. There were 464,033 total gun deaths between 1999 and 2013. 270,237 suicides, 58.2% of total deaths, 174,773 homicides, 37.7%, and 9,983 unintentional deaths, which is 2.2%. Guns were the leading causes of death by homicide. 66.6% of all homicides and by suicide, 52.2% of all suicides. Firearms were the 12th leading cause of all deaths, representing 1.3% of total deaths, topping liver disease, hypertension, and Parkinson's disease, as Parkinson's disease as well as deaths from fires, drowning, and machinery accidents. David Frum, Daily Beast, and CNN contributor stated, American children under age 15 were nine times more likely to die of a gun accident than children in any other wealthy, advanced countries. About 200 Americans go to emergency rooms every day with gunshot wounds. A study published in the American Journal of Public Health found that legal purchase of a handgun appears to be associated with a long-lasting increased risk of violent deaths. Now, high-capacity magazines should be banned because they too often turn murder into mass murder, and I agree 100% with that. The next, the next uh, pro for the gun debate is that more gun control laws are needed to protect women from domestic abusers and stalkers. The next, the next pro about gun debate is that guns are really used in self-defense. And that is according to all those who are actually for gun uh, debate. Now, legally owned guns are frequently stolen and used by criminals, says the pros who are for gun debate. And the next pro is that gun control laws would reduce the Societal costs associated with gun violence. A majority of adults, including gun owners, support common sense gun control, such as background checks, as I've mentioned numerous times on tonight's show, bans on assault weapons, and bans on high-capacity magazines. 
More gun control leads to fewer suicides, is what the pros for the gun debates are arguing. Enacting gun control laws, such as mandatory safety features, would reduce the number of accidental gun deaths. The presence of a gun makes a conflict more likely to become violent. Our civilians are unlikely to stop crimes and are more likely to make dangerous situations, including mass shootings, more deadly, says the people who are pro and for the gun debate. Countries with restrictive gun control laws have lower gun homicide and suicide rates than the United States of America. The Second Amendment was intended to protect the right of militias to own guns, not the right of individuals. Civilians, including hunters, should not own military-grade firearms or firearm accessories. Those are all the, pro the pros of gun control. Now, let's talk about the cons of gun control. The first con is that the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution protects individual gun ownership. Gun control laws do not deter crime. Gun ownership deters crime. Gun control laws infringe upon the right to self-defense and deny people a sense of safety. Kind of agree with that. Gun control laws, especially those that try to ban assault weapons, infringe upon the right to own guns for hunting sport. I also agree with that. Gun control laws will not prevent criminals from attaining guns or breaking laws. 100% totally agree with that. Gun control laws give too much power to the government and they result in government tyranny and the government taking away all guns for citizens. 125,000% agree with that. Gun control laws give too much power to the government and they result Oh, I just read that already. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, gun control laws such as background checks and micro-stamping are an evasion of privacy. Totally agree with that. More gun control is unnecessary because relatively few people are killed by guns. Gun control laws and lower gun ownership rates do not prevent suicides. I agree with that because there are more ways to one to commit suicide. You can eat you can eat cyanide poisoning, stab yourself, jump off a balcony. There's there's a million ways to commit suicide, and I hope I did not uh, 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 I hope I did not give any ideas to anyone. But I'm just telling you, there's more ways than shooting yourself to commit suicide. More gun control is not needed. Education about guns and gun safety is needed to prevent accidental gun deaths. Gun control laws would prevent citizens from protecting themselves from foreign invaders. Strict gun laws do not work in Mexico and will not work in the United States of America. Gun control laws are racist. The Second Amendment was intended to protect gun ownership of all able-bodied men 
so that they could participate in the militia to keep the peace and defend the country if needed. Gun control efforts have proved ineffective. Those are all of your cons for the gun control and gun debate. Those are all the cons. So, I just read all the pros and cons off of this website. And a lot of the things this website says for the pros and cons of uh, gun debate and uh, gun control, I actually agree with. All right? So, if you have any uh, thoughts or opinions on the gun control or any of the regulations you want to see passed, please go ahead and call in at uh, 1-347-989-8142. Okay? That again is 1-347-989-8142. All right. So now I want to chat about gun safety. So let's have a chat about gun safety. And this has to do with children and young ones. So if you are parents that have the gun or guns, listen up and listen very carefully. Many kids are raised with guns in the house, particularly if hunting is a part of family recreation. If you keep a gun in the home, it's important to teach your kids to act in a safe and responsible way around it. To ensure the safest environment for your family, take the ammunition out of the gun. Lock the gun and keep it out of reach of kids. Hiding the gun is not enough. Lock the ammunition and store it apart from the gun. Store the keys for the gun and the ammunition in a different area from where you store household keys. Keep the keys out of reach of children. Lock up gun clean supplies, which are often poisonous, by the way. When handling or cleaning a gun, adults should never, ever leave the gun unattended. Now, if you own a gun or have found one in your home and want to dispose of it, Call your local police station. Do not dial 911 or an emergency line. Laws defer between states, but generally the firearm will be checked to ensure and ensure it was not part of a criminal investigation and then it will be destroyed. I wonder how they actually go about destroying a gun. That's pretty interesting. Now, a community buyback or amnesty days are another disposable option. These programs allow people to bring unwanted guns to a designated place where they will be made unusable. To find out if your community hosts these programs, contact your local police department, but don't wait until such a program becomes available to dispose of an unwanted firearm. All right. The last topic for tonight's show is, what is an active shooter? 
The term active shooter began to be used in the wake of the Columbine High School Massacre and has since been used to describe incidents like the Columbine High School Massacre and the Sandy Hook shooting, etc. The United States Department of Homeland Security describes an active shooter as an individual actively engaged in killing or attempting to kill people in a confined space or otherly populated area. In most cases, active shooters use firearms and there is no pattern or method to their selection of victims. Now, last week on American Tragedy Hour, right here on Interface Talk Show, at the last part of the show, I told you how to deal with the shooter if you ever came face-to-face with one. Today, I'm going to tell you the exact same thing, but a little bit different. So, here is responding to an active shooter. Now, since active shooter situations develop so quickly and provide little or no warning, it is often difficult to prepare for them. But developing a plan for your organization and practicing it can make a difference in saving lives until law enforcement arrives. The best option is to evacuate and leave. The best option in an active shooter scenario is to flee the premises and remove yourself from the shooter's path. Unfortunately, this is not always a viable option, as escaping could put you in great danger if it brings you closer to the shooter. There are a few precautions you should take if, after assessing the situation, you determine you can safely escape. You should... Call 911 if you can do safely. Warn any individuals you encounter not to enter the area because there is an active shooter. Leave your personal belongings behind. Have your escape route planned in your mind. Resist the urge to move or evacuate wounded people. If possible, Assist other able-bodied people in fleeing. Comply with all law enforcement requests. Keep your hands visible and your fingers spread. The next best option is to hide. If you are unable to safely evacuate the path of an active shooter, your next best option is to hide. Avoid detection and wait for law enforcement to arrive. While hiding is not as effective as evacuation, it can usually keep you safe long enough for law enforcement to arrive. Hiding can be dangerous, though, as it can leave you trapped if the shooter were to discover your location. To ensure your hiding spot is as safe as possible, please consider the following recommendations. Remain silent and still. Silence and turn off your cell phone and other electrical devices. If possible, lock the door to whatever room or closet you are hiding in. Do not unlock the door for anyone at any time. Tell the police that you will wait for them to retrieve a key to the room. 
Blockade the door with heavy furniture. Make sure you remain out of the shooter's view. Stay away from any windows. If the windows are equipped with curtains, close them. Remain low and attempt to find cover under furniture or other objects. Do not leave your hiding place until you are absolutely certain law enforcement has arrived. Now, your last resort is to fight back. Occasionally, in active shooter situations, evacuation and hiding are not available options, and you may find yourself face-to-face -face with the shooter. If you find yourself in a situation, your only remaining option is to take physical action against the shooter in hopes of incapacitating them or disarming them. This should be considered an extreme last resort, but if you decide attacking the shooter is your only option, consider the following strategies. Act quickly because hesitation gets you killed. Throw items to distract, disorient, or disarm the shooter. Yell and wave your arms to startle the shooter. Now, work with the emergency responders. What to report to 911 or first responders. Active shooter situations are extremely frantic and are often over in a matter of minutes. Cooperating with law enforcement and emergency response personnel can prove critical in stopping the perpetrator and saving lives. If you are able to safely call 911 or if you safely evacuate and make contact with first responders, the information you provide is extremely important. Do your best to provide the following information. The number of shooters, location of shooters, the number of potential victims, physical description of the shooters, including gender, clothing, height, weight, hair color, etc. The amount and types of weapons used by the perpetrator or perpetrators. First responders' roles. Law enforcement is trained to locate and stop the shooter above all else. This means they will not stop to treat or help evacuate any injured people. They also will not escort people out of the building until they have identified and stopped the shooter. This means if you are in a concealed area, remain there until law enforcement personnel indicate that the shooter is apprehended or killed. Reacting to first responders. Law enforcement will attempt to eliminate the threat quickly, so it is important to comply with all of their demands and do not attempt to interfere in any capacity, even if you think you are being helpful. To best comply with law enforcement and enable them to do their job safely and efficiently, do the following. Follow instructions immediately. Remain calm. 
carrying nothing in your hands. Keep your hands visible at all times. Keep your fingers spread. Never, ever make any sudden movements. Do not ask for help or medical assistance. There will be responders outside waiting to perform this task. Do not ask for directions on how to evacuate. They'll either tell you or simply proceed from the area they came from. Another key issue to consider when responding and reacting to first responders is that an incident like an active shooter may involve more than uniformed police officers you are accustomed to seeing. Some may be in SWAT gear and others may be in plain clothes. So it is important to respond cautiously to anyone claiming to be law, law enforcement until you are sure they are in fact law enforcement personnel. All right. Develop an emergency action plan. Developing an emergency action plan is essential in protecting staff and guests in the event a active shooter enters your faculty. Every organization's emergency action plan will be different based on the nature of the organization as well as the design of the building. But certain components will be the same for everyone. Your plan should detail each individual's responsibilities in the event of an emergency and should be updated regularly to ensure all staff is up to speed. In addition, all evacuation routes detailed in the plan should be checked regularly to ensure that they are still viable and nothing is obstructing them. Some key components to consider and your organization's emergency action plan include evacuation procedures and routes should vary depending on each location area within your faculty. Route assignments, the way certain people should escape depending on the area of the faculty they are most likely to be. Floor plans to help people better understand their best escape routes. List of exits, make sure to check each exit to verify it is well marked. Safe areas, areas that can be used to safely hide during an active shooter situation. Notification systems, how employees and guests will be alerted to an active shooter situation. Contact information, include law enforcement, fire, and rescue, local hospitals, and more. Now, message for reporting emergencies to these emergency personnel and who should be responsible for contacting them. Another key consideration when developing your emergency action plan is to accommodate for any employees or guests that may have disabilities or limitations. It is important to place people with restrictions in areas where they would be able to evacuate in the event an active shooter enters your organization. Now, preparing for an active shooter. Creating an emergency action plan is an important step in protecting your organization from an active shooter, but it is only effective if you train your employees on how to implement the plan in the event an active shooter situation arises. The best way to prepare employees for active shooter situations is to conduct active shooter drills. These drills will allow every employee to act out their roles and ensure they know what to do in the event of a real-life active shooter situation.
Make sure all employees are trained in the following. Recognizing an active shooter or the sounds of an active shooter. Knowing how to respond to an active shooter or sounds of an active shooter. This means they should all know how to safely evacuate their area, safely hide to avoid detection, fight back as effectively as possible, contact emergency personnel, recognize and cooperate with emergency responders, give all employees copies of your faculty's emergency action plan, along with maps highlighting escape routes and potential secure areas to hide. Provide emergency contact information for those employees identified as one to contact authorities. Now, coordinating with local authorities. Another good way to ensure your employees are well trained and that your emergency action plan is as effective as possible is to contact local authorities. Law enforcement personnel will be able to help develop a plan and may be able and available to help conduct drills. It is recommended that before contact, conducting any active shooter drill, that all employees, guests, local law enforcement, and anyone else who may be in or near a faculty are made aware of the drill as to avoid any potential panic or miscommunication. And that, my friend, is how you pre prevent, prepare, and deal with an active shooter. Some great information. All right. Wow. This turned out to be a rather good show. I did really well for not really knowing shootings and guns and gun control that much. So I think I did a uh, rather good show. Now, this show was filled with a lot of uh, wonderful information. Now, we learned about some of the most uh, horrible shootings, horrific shootings that caused a lot of controversy and caused a lot of gun control and gun debate chat. We also learned about the pros and cons of guns, and we learned about what an active shooter is and uh, what to do if there's an active shooter in the um, in the uh, in your building. So this is a really good show, and I also shared my thoughts on guns. So we've reached the end of another episode of the In Your Face Talk Show live right here on Blog Talk Radio on the American Variety Network. So I've got a couple of plugs I would like to give before I end today's show. I really recommend all of my listeners to like my fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. I post all my show news in there. I post all my shows there. And everything you need to know about the American Variety Network. So please check out my fan page on Facebook, American Variety Network. Please join my fan group on Facebook with 110 other fans of the American Variety Network. There you can post your thoughts on all the episodes of the American Variety Network. You can also post your opinions on the show, or you can give us some criticism, or you can talk about your favorite show, or chat with 
fellow American Variety Network fans. So please join American Variety Network fan group on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, American Variety Network on Twitter. And my page on Twitter is American Network One. So please put follow there. All right. Uh, make sure you uh, click follow on my Twitter account, which is American Network One. And uh, check out the American Variety Network on Tumblr, which is American Network. Now, the last place I would uh, like to plug is for one of my wonderful sponsors, and that is Ryan Serini. Please check out his website, ryanserini.com, to get some of his wonderful rap albums. I'm also on YouTube, LFU's Adventures. So please check me out there. Uh, I'd love to get some more subscribers from you. So check me out on YouTube, Alex's Adventures. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank all of you from Western Mass, Chicago, Illinois, and all over the world in the United States for listening to the show. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the show. I really appreciate your listens. It means a lot to me that you guys tune into my show. I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoy tonight's show. All right? This was a really fun show to do, and I had a lot of fun hosting it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. So, thank you all for tuning in. Your listen means a lot to me. We are now only nine episodes away from our awesome 250th episode next Saturday. I'm really excited about that. All right, guys, I want you to have a nice rest of your night, and I appreciate your listeners and your listens. Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's episode of the In Your Face Talk Show on American Variety Network. I hope you guys agree with what I said, and I hope you guys enjoyed my show. Alice Cardinelli here, and have a great night. And keep rocking, folks. I know you guys rock. You might rock. Good night, everyone. Mama told me, my mama, my mama, my mama told me, my mama, my mama, my mama told me. Y'all already know what it is. Shouldn't have to say the shit, but I'ma say it anyway. All y'all felt like flagrant, fronting on some famous shit, spitting like some plagiarists. Homie, I done pay my dues, I'm on you like you owe me rent. Ain't no coming back from that, got dreams of pushing Cadillacs. And if I gotta steal that shit, I'm plotting with my ski mask. In the darkest parts of that trailer park, a fist of jack and a star charge. Been laying low for too damn long, set the gold chain to that shit soft. Off the handle, bills to pay, no money coming in, about to dig my grave. Tell my soul I need that break, devil got his cut, get the fuck out the way. Yo, too much bourbon, I've been swerving, about to sacrifice a virgin just to prove that I'm the illest. Spit this shit like I'm allergic, black impala, indiscretion, tired of living like a peasant, window tinted, clouded vision, about to send a fucking message, taking what they owe me, homie, I ain't talking time for it, all this shit y'all take for granted, all this shit I kill for, yo, mama told me don't ever take no shit, son, and if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son, tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride, W's a billion sky, rep that shit until you die, mama told me don't ever take no shit, son, 
Father, please forgive me. I've changed since my last confession. Prayers ain't been working lately. Dark shit is all I'm left with. Motherfuckers think that legend second coming. Resurrected till I come through and bury them all. They're facing men in my kids protected. I'm on point. Hollow tips. About to prove y'all counterfeit. Prolific with all this rap shit. Man, I'm on the move like an activist. Mastermind with this ether. Talk to God, yo, but I'm no preacher. Heart's been cold as a motherfucking freezer. Since my pops went to meet that reaper. Uh, spit dope. Narcotics. Put the shit like Montanic. Non-stop. Word vomit. Prodigal sons gone psychotic. Y'all forgot who the fuck I was. Must have forgot where the fuck I'm from. Type of shit y'all cannot run. I kill till the motherfucking cops come. Then it's straight to the bank for the capital. These rap cats are all laughable. Yo, the army's every move is Tactical. I'm taking hits on these radicals, no apologies for my prophecies I seen the light, ain't no stopping me, catching my ear with hypocrisy Got my mind on speed like velocity, uh Mama told me don't ever take no shit, son And if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son Tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride W's up in the sky, rep that shit until you die Mama told me don't ever take no shit, son And if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son Tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride W's up in the sky, rep that shit until you die My mama, my mama, my mama told me My mama, my mama, my mama told me My mama, my mama, my mama told me Kill everything you spit, son Hold this bitch ransom, uh Rattle, folks! <laughs> 